Hi FM 101.9 megahertz of life. So I don't know if you do know, but the 31st of May, just a couple of days ago, was World No Tobacco Day. World No Tobacco Day. And um, Lorraine Govender, who's the National Manager and Health Promotion for Cancer Association of South Africa, that's cancer, um, will be talking about this World No Tobacco Day. I know that there's new legislation that's going to be introduced in South Africa. We're going to be looking at tobacco and vaping and cancer and the connection there. But I want to cast your mind back, 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 back. And I really am giving my age away. Do you remember getting onto an airplane? and someone next to you could smoke a cigarette. Do you remember that? Those little ashtrays in between the seats. And do you remember going to the cinema and someone could smoke? Again, there were little ashtrays on those seats. Or sitting in a restaurant and eating a meal and the person next to you, the table next to you was smoking away. You know, I actually find it very hard, uh, difficult to recall that because it seems so alien. It seems so bizarre. And you just wonder how things have changed and when they first started to change. And, you know, we can criticize South Africa a lot um, because of where we are and what's happening and all the things that are wrong. But let me tell you that South Africa became one of the first countries in the world to ban smoking in public places. And that was back in 2000. They introduced the Tobacco Products Control Amendment Act, and it put a serious dent in the smoking culture in South Africa. And so smoking in restaurants and pubs and shopping centers and offices, if they weren't separate uh, enclosed areas, just simply wasn't allowed. And just looking at the numbers in terms of what kind of impact that had in South Africa. Um, so these are statistics and these are, you know, the numbers that I've come across. But apparently all the way back in 1993, a third of South Africa smoked in 1993. The smoking population was reduced by half to about 16.4% in 2012. So that says that this legislation is working. And it all has to do with, obviously, if you're smoking, but also if the person next to you is inhaling your smoke. So um, we're going to be talking about all of that, unpacking all of that um, with Lorraine Governor, who is on the line. Lorraine, welcome and thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, uh, Nikki, and to the listeners, a very good afternoon. And I couldn't agree more. That was really relaxing music. <laughs> Thank you for the song. <laughs> great, a great way to start. Uh, you know, and you talk about relaxing and so did I. A lot of people think that, you know, have a great cigarette and you relax. And it's just so interesting to see how mindsets are changing, um, certainly around smoking. Um, you know, the danger around smoking is there. We know it is amazing that people still today, especially the youth, are smoking, becoming smokers. And so that's why I know that you at Cancer are so passionate about promoting this message that the World Health Organization's theme for World No Tobacco Day is tobacco threat to our environment. So now it's not just a threat to the individual, but to the environment as well, um, that tobacco is the leading cause of death and illness and in impoverishment, um, and it causes great damage to our planet. And, and tell me, Lorraine, how was it? How was World No Tobacco Day? And tell me what cancer's stance is. Thank you. Um, so in terms of World No Tobacco Day, it was a very interesting day for me. Um, you know, I work uh, mainly behind the desk often, um, writing out the campaigns and, you know, 
communicating with people. But so I went down to grassroots level and we visited a university. And it was a very appropriate setting. You mentioned, you know, people smoke to relax. And when I spoke to the youth, they said they vape because they love the head rush that it gives them. Mm. So nicotine, definitely, that is in cigarettes, is an addictive uh, substance. And it, it seems to be that the youth are using it more so because of the adrenaline and the pump up that it gives them. Oh, interesting. So, yeah, it was very interesting for me yeah. because, you know, whenever you, you speak to adults, they always say, no, I smoke because I'm so stressed out. I need to relax. But now you're listening to the youth and it's a different perspective altogether. Sure. Wow. Yeah. Uh, so in terms of the Cancer Association, you know, our, our main role is to create awareness around uh, the harms of tobacco. And if you think about tobacco is the number one carcinogen for many cancers, and we often hear about lung cancer only, but it's responsible for over 16 different types of cancers. So wow. it's, it's a huge threat. And, and you know, you, you often hear people say, you know, I've got cancer. And um, when you do the history on them, uh, you'll be surprised that they are smoking. So it's related to various cancers, not just your uh, respiratory or, you know, organs. It's also a cervical, breast, um, you know, different other cancers as well. So um, it's important for people to understand uh, that uh, you can't, you must not only think of, of um, lung cancer when you think about tobacco products. Yeah. And, um, you know, I suppose the, the challenge is to keep it, it front of mind. I mean, we're, we're bombarded all the time, so much information, so many things to be aware of. And when it comes to health and, and mental health is so big at the moment. And, um, you know, to keep reminding people that there is this danger when it comes to tobacco, when it comes to smoking. Um, and as you've said, um, if you're not just looking at lung cancers, I'm, I've got the list here, you mentioned a few, but that cigarette smoking causes cancer of the mouth, throat, esophagus, stomach, colon, rectum, liver, pancreas, voice box, trachea, bronchus, kidney, renal pelvis, urinary bladder, cervix, and causes acute myeloid leukemia. And that should be enough to get people, you know, to stop smoking. Um, and obviously, we know that treatments are getting better, but tobacco is, is a single most important man-made cause of cancer that can be avoided. So let's look at this new legislation. Do you know much about it? Apparently, um, a new bill is going to be presented to Parliament soon. Yes, no, definitely. I, I'd like to talk about that as well. But before I go to that, you know, we, we talk about smoking and we talk about, we think about the user, but we must not forget the secondhand smoke. Of you know, course. it's got over 7,000 chemicals. So, and um, so when we think about smoking, it's just not only affecting the user, it's also affecting the bystander, leave alone the environment and everything else. So in terms of the new tobacco bill that we're talking about, and we say new, but you know, we can almost say it's old now because it's been out since 2018 um, that um, I'm sure the public heard about, uh, it was out for comments. And uh, so it looks at uh, amending the existing tobacco control uh, bill. 
So the Cancer Association is working with other organizations like the Heart and Stroke Foundation, including the South African Medical Research Council, the National Council Against Smoking, also uh, working with um, role players both in Africa and internationally to strengthen our voice. You know, I must say, Nikki, the first time um, a few years ago, I went to a tobacco um, control conference. And for me, being new, uh, you know, in the organization, it was mind blowing. I, I didn't realize that tobacco is a movement. You know, it's like we are fighting a mighty industry. And therefore, we yeah. need to really bring in all the forces, all the partners and stakeholders to work to, to make sure that the law is passed. So we're working uh, with, the, with the group that we're working with right now. We have formed an alliance and we're working on, we are called Protect Our Next. So if you go onto the website, you will find more information on that. And we're doing a lot of awareness in schools and universities and all of that because we are worried about the youth. So going back now to the bill, the bill proposes the following, 100% smoke-free indoor areas. So Nikki, just touching on that, you know, currently the way it stands, when you go into a restaurant, you will look, if you're a smoker, you will look for an area where you can smoke. And now once the new uh, bill is passed, those indoor places will be 100% smoke-free. Uh, previously, we also, uh, there was regulations, I'm sure you heard of it, where people were concerned about smoking in cars, children being exposed to uh, yes. uh, secondhand smoke. So that regulation also was not passed. And the new bill will include that as well. So there will be a lot of protection for the children against secondhand smoke. Right now, um, you know, when you see someone in a car and you know, I just want to honk on my hooter to say, why are you doing that? Why are you smoking with your children in the car? Mm. And uh, now at least, you know, there will be law enforcement agents, you know, if they pick that up, uh, parents will be fined, you know, the driver will be fined if, if kids are exposed to that. So, so that's some of it. It will also regulate e-cigarettes. So one will ask, um, what does that mean? So currently, there is no regulation in terms of e-cigarettes. It's not regulated like the other tobacco products. And once this new legislation is passed, it will not be freely and readily available. You know, you, now you could just walk in, you walk into a mall and someone is hissing at you and it's someone from the industry or, you know, from the shop saying, you know, do you want to try this out? So now we will be protected. And that is why we're finding more and more youth using it. Uh, because it's so readily available. So that will be regulated. Plain packaging and pictorial health warnings, banning adverts at tills and in retail outlets. You know, you still, when you go uh, to the counter, you still see lovely ads around uh, cigarettes that will be banned. And also the banning of the sale of tobacco and related products in vending machines. Mm, I'm not sure if, uh, you know, we've seen this. Uh, there are vending machines out there. If you go into you know, hotel, you, you can just put your money in and get your uh, a pack of cigarettes. So that will also be, um, uh, you know, uh, banned now in the new legislation. So <laughs> it really, really is going to protect a lot of people. And yeah. also we're hoping through legislation uh, that it will stop people from using uh, tobacco products. Mm, fantastic, Lorraine. I, for one, support that. Listen, we're going to take a break. We'll come back after the break. So please stay where you are. Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008. 
Welcome back to The Deal Link Show, where we connect you through insights, information, and illumination. So lots of information coming your way. Lorraine Govender um, from the Cancer Association is on the line. Um, Lorraine is talking about World No Tobacco Day, which took place on the 31st of May. Um, and World No Tobacco Day is talking about not just tobacco being a threat to our health, but a threat to our environment as well. Um, and Lorraine, uh, you know, just explaining the, the breaking down this new legislation um, that we're waiting um, to be passed. And then we're going to see even more restrictions around smoking in areas and smoking in cars with children. And also the e-cigarettes, which I found interesting, and I'm, I'm going to talk more to that in a moment. But I do want to say that what I found very interesting about what Lorraine said just before the break is that when she first started getting involved in this is that she sees that that there's the you know the anti-tobacco it's a whole movement it's a it's like this alliance because it's a huge huge industry we are going back a long time with these tobacco farms and now these huge industries where people make lots of money and this of course you know on the backs of those who are suffering um, and people who are dying of cancer and other related illnesses so this is an ongoing battle or fight and you know whether you smoke or not these are just the facts that we're, we're throwing at you and that's why governments are putting these kind of restrictions you know very scary what I read was that people who smoke have a greater risk for lung cancer today day than they did in 1964 and you know why and and they may be smoking fewer cigarettes than they smoked in 1964 and the reason for that is the changes that have been made in the actual making of the cigarettes um, and the chemicals that they use so you, you're not just smoking the cigarette and this tobacco the chemicals that are in there that's what is really um creating a, a much larger problem today so lorraine welcome back i just had to go on a little bit you can hear i'm quite passionate about this so i, I just want to i just want to just break down very quickly you know these e-cigarettes i'm a parent i'm very concerned about these vapes and twisps and whatever it is that they're called i'm terribly encouraged to hear that there will be more restrictions on them but do you know, and I know that you're not coming from a medical point of view, but just for our parents, not only parents, for people listening who are smoking and they think, oh, well, it's much healthier and e-cigarettes much healthier than a cigarette. Can you speak to that at all, the dangers around that? Yeah, thank you for that question. So, you, you know, because in South Africa, it's, I wouldn't say it's fairly new, but we haven't uh, really witnessed a lot of the uh, health effects of e-cigarettes but internationally, you know, we've seen, we've heard of a lot, and there is a lot of evidence out there of instances where young adults have uh, suddenly gone into a respiratory distress uh, from using vape. So both, um, we must not forget that e-cigarettes, um, especially the electronic devices, uh, some of them do contain, actually most of them contain nicotine. So nicotine is a substance, it's, it's a drug, it's a byproduct of tobacco. And interestingly enough, Nikki, when, when, when you speak to people about e-cigarettes, they say, no, I don't use tobacco products, but you're using an e-cigarette. Oh, yes, I do, but it doesn't contain tobacco, but it contains nicotine. People often forget that. And nicotine mm. is a stimulant. So any stimulant, anything that you take into your body, you know, that, that is a stimulant is, is just not good for you. You know, it can, as I said to you earlier on in the show, uh, one of the, the youth that I spoke to, she said, 
to me. I, I use it because it gives me a lovely head rush. So all of those things definitely has a healthy impact on you. And if you think about the young adults that are using it now, you know, some of them brain development will definitely be impaired as a result of um, the, the, the nicotine from the e-cigarettes. Now, it's not only um, uh, dangerous to the user, the vape from it has also evidence shows that it's got carcinogenic properties, that it gives off fine particles that are carcinogenic. So it's not only the user, it's also the people that are being exposed to the vape itself that it's dangerous too. And the other thing that's of a huge concern is the fact that um, there are some, the, especially, you know, uh, young people like to try and experiment things and they're adding other things to it, like drugs and, and things like that, that is making it even worse for them. So definitely um, it, it is not something that you want to start. Of concern, Nikki, is when, um, you know, I, when I spoke to one of the youth, he said to me, cost almost, almost 300 rand a month for him and he's in university. So when you don't have the money to buy those, the, the, the liquid and everything else that goes in for that uh, vape that you need, you're then going to switch on to cigarettes. So now we're going to have a new generation with a new addiction uh, and people moving into cigarettes from, from the vape. So it, we definitely can say that e-cigarettes uh, will promote dual use eventually. So uh, something else that youth are enticed to is, is the fact that e-cigarettes has got flavorants. So it just like smells good, it looks good, and it's got a lovely drug like nicotine that will make sure that you will remain addicted to that. Sitting here, I'm terrified. And actually, while you're talking about it, I'm, I'm wondering to myself why it is that we as human beings feel that we need to have these, you know, and if we could understand why when we're younger, well, I mean, I think we all do have a great understanding, you know, when you're a teenager and you're so self-conscious and you want to look cool and you want to belong and you want to be doing something with your hands and you then you can get the high or the whatever it is. I, I, can, I can see why so many teenagers are attracted to it. It would be so wonderful if we could just kind of find a way of working through that so that, you know, vaping or smoking or even drinking is then not the option. But anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm going off track completely here. Um, Lorraine, what I would like to ask you about the e-cigarettes is in terms of you said that legislation um, will be focusing on the e-cigarettes, that they, it won't just be readily available. But what about using um, these e-cigarettes in public, in shopping centers, in restaurants? I've noticed people use them, you know, as if they're not smoking something. Um, and there's always a lot of vapor or whatever it is or smoke or whatever it is much more than than cigarette smoke what, what are the laws um regarding that so when the new law uh, is passed it will also uh regulate in terms of where you can it since it's going to be controlled in the same way as tobacco products it would mean like you when you say when you see no smoking sign it will also mean no vaping so you, you won't be able to uh, vape as freely as uh, you do now. And, and uh -huh. that's the thing, uh, Nikki, because it's so uh, readily available and it's not controlled, people think, you know what, it's a safe product. They don't realize that it's actually harmful. So uh, that is why, you know, more and more of the youth are using it. And, and the other thing is, um, yeah, so it will definitely be controlled and also the liquid. The, that's in the 
in, in, in the ESIC itself that will also be regulated, you know, like uh, the dosage and all of those and how much it can contain. You know, it is like, we don't know how all of that is going to play out and how it will be monitored. It's a lot of work, but we have to do something about it because we are going to have a new generation uh, of uh, people addicted to it. And you touched on something else, you know, you spoke about, but why, what, why are we doing this? And, and, and when I spoke to the youth on the 31st and they said to me, it just looks so cool. You know, I, I only mm. do it when I come to campus and when my friends are here, when I'm standing outside, I'm, I'm vaping. I said, do you vape at home? No, I don't. Uh, when you're on mm. holiday, do you vape? No, I don't. My parents don't even know. I, I smoke. They don't know it. So yeah. it tells you it's just the peers. You know, it's just a group that you're hanging out with. And if they can change that mindset and, and, and look at healthy behaviors, um, you know, that will greatly help. And we must remember the, that e-cigarettes is made by the tobacco industry. So it doesn't mean it's less harmful. It's still made yeah. by them. At the end of the day, who stands to gain at your expense? You know, one needs to think about that. And, and I even said to the youth, you, you know, they are manipulating your minds. They know you're like young and you're like trying out things and they want to get you addicted. I am going to allow them to do that. Uh, you know, we need to like just change the way people are thinking right now mm. and, and make them aware of who is making it. Yeah. Now that's quite an interesting approach. Quite an interesting approach. I quite like that. Let's see if we can, let's see if we can all use that. Lorraine, thank you so much for joining us. It's really been great having you on the show, um, for putting this full support, obviously, behind the, the No Tobacco Day on the 31st of May and for all the work that uh, the Cancer Association does. So hopefully you'll join us again soon. Thank you to you. Thank you for having the Cancer Association. And it's not difficult to quit cessation is out there look at cancer's website call the quit line if you're a smoker and you want to quit there are a lot of options out there thank you so much